Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Waffle Shop podcast, the podcast where myself and a wide range of guests have a waffle about mental health, life's challenges and those pet hates that really get on our nerves. I'm your host Taylor James, so join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop podcast. Today I'm joined by fellow podcast star, award-winning presenter and DJ Kaylee Golden. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited. Like, you are such, like, a personality. Like, like I just said before we started, I was just like, I was like, yes, you need to be on this. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I know, I'm chuffed. Um, Yeah, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. To be honest, at this current point, I have COVID, but I'm fine. Like, I'm, no. I'm, I know, <laughs> I know. So, but uh, you wouldn't think it because I'm just so like living life still yeah. at home. So, I'm, I'm really, really well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I, well, it's funny you say that. I've just gotten over pneumonia. <laughs> so, wow. Okay, yeah. you win. Oh my yeah. gosh, are you okay? Well, no, I, I had all the, I had all the symptoms. Like I had the loss of taste. I had like, you know, and I never had much taste anyway, but you know, this is completely gone. Um, But then, yeah, went for a test and it came back negative, freaked out because I was like struggling to breathe, went to the doctors and they were like, yeah, but how fast it kind of took over my body. Yeah. 
pneumonia. How, how on earth do you get pneumonia? Like, how do you want really know me? I went out once. I went out once for a few beers, and then that's why I thought, like, oh, I probably picked something up. You know, it was yeah. quite a busy place. Obviously, all the restrictions were still in place, and I thought I, I would have put money on it, but yeah. But I'm literally only now because I've, I've had to like, it's wiped me out. And for someone who's so like get up and go, like telling, like having to actually chill out, I've, I've, I struggle to chill out. But yeah, yeah. we're on the mend. <laughs> oh, you're on the mend. Yeah, so we're all exactly. right. We'll get it. <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling all right. So I'm hoping, hopefully, it's just that's all the symptoms you get and it's, it goes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it's a bit of a. It's a bit of a minging time we're living in, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God, the dramas of it all. Bloody hell. It's like life is EastEnders. I'm walking through, I look at the news, and it's popping up left, right, centre. It's a lot. Literally, you, like you can't go anywhere. Like, and do you know what I'm finding really weird with it as well? Like, you can't even do that sly little cough anymore. Like, I haven't got it. Like, I've just got, like, a little... You know, every, and, like, you can look at someone, they're, like, their face is shaking. It's like, they need to yeah. cough. They need to I cough. <laughs> and it's not even just that. It's anything now. Even sneezing. It's not even a symptom, but I'm scared to sneeze. <laughs> I don't want to shame. <laughs> yeah. I'm ashamed to, to sneeze, to cough, to blink. <laughs> <laughs> it's best just to, like, not talk to anyone. Just <laughs> yeah, we'll just have wear to a full be... bone mask. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> so, on the subject of... Mo- we're not moaning, but, like, we're talking about topical, topical things here. Um, I do this thing called the weekly waffle and it's a chance for things to people to get off my chest and well, topical, you know, they've just got pneumonia off my chest, but, um, yeah, just to have a bit of a moan. Is there anything that's pissing you off recently? Apart from obviously the obvious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's pissing me off at the moment is that, I'm late for absolutely everything, even in this virtual world that we're now living in and we're doing everything from Zoom, working from home, I'm still late for meetings. So what's pissing me off is people that are early for meetings. So I'll get the email, <laughs> I'll send the Zoom link and then I'll get the email saying, oh, so-and-so's in the Mate, why are you in there already? <laughs> We've still got another 10 minutes before this interview. Why are oh, you no, in Oh no, that's, that's dramatic. Not 10 minutes. Why are you there? No one invited you yet. It's not seven o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's what pisses me off. Because by that point, I haven't even got my laptop open. And it comes from <laughs> my phone, it pings. And I'm thinking the audacity, why can't you be late and bad? Do you not know that this is what we do? Yeah, <laughs> you just like like one a minute or so. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> right. And this is the thing, whenever there's a group, mo- uh, group like meeting or whatever on Teams, I'm never in there straight away because it's awkward. I don't want to be there awkwardly yes. with someone in the office that I don't really chat to. So give it a two minutes, just two minutes, yeah. Two minutes. I'm so glad you out. said this. So <laughs> glad I'm not the only one. Because it's literally, it's, it's awkward. And then so you don't, awkward. you can't even do like the, <laughs> because they're like, oh, someone makes a COVID joke. Then it's like, ha, ha, ha. That's, that's funny. I haven't heard that for the third time today. Right, right. <laughs> I feel, feel, feel that one. Well, hopefully you've got it off your chest. You feel a little bit better. It's still going to fucking happen. I know it's still going to happen, but do you know what? If people are early, I'm just going to send them this podcast and say, look, listen to this. This is how I feel. <laughs> this is why. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know there's one thing like, and you may have the answer for this. 
and it's something that randomly popped into my head and it's not something that necessarily pisses me off but it's something that i for some reason have been losing sleep over <laughs> why do they give horses shoes like why who decided like of all the animals why is it that horses that get to wear shoes and not like yeah. dogs and stuff like i don't know why it popped into my head or why it's there but like who was the first person to think you know what that that animal over there could do with some some shoes shoes yeah yeah probably <laughs> someone yeah probably someone that was broke and needed some money and thought do you know what i could sell i saw an eskimo yeah. this is what we need <laughs> i'm on for a winner here yeah, to be fair, yeah. You, you see it don't you with all those like dogs who like have like their own that's got better wardrobe than me some of these yeah. dogs have on instagram i know <laughs> so yeah I, so if anyone has the answer feel free to get in touch because it's it i just don't so understand right. it it's like the whole it's like the first person discovered milk it's like on that kind of level like it's just i think that worry about stuff like that who the hell <laughs> Or it's okay to go and milk a cow. How did that happen? Don't get me wrong. I love some milk with my cereal. I love it. But the point is, who the hell decided to do that? That is so yeah. random. But then, then to do it and then feel like, hmm, that looks tasty. I'm going to drink it. <laughs> no. Because it's, if anyone, right, if milk didn't happen before I was born and anyone tried to come to me and say, oh, yeah, drink this. It's from someone's like teats or whatever it's called. I would never. I would never the peer pressure of it all. It's my mum giving me milk from young dad because now I act like it's normal. But when yeah. I think about it, weird. It's weird. Weird. <laughs> Do you know what? And I'm actually really glad we're having this conversation because there's so many little things that I think now we think, oh, actually, that's normal. But look, you're actually thinking it's quite fucked up. <laughs> yeah. we're, listen, the human rights, we're a bunch of weirdos. Like, I love oh. us all, but we are weird. <laughs> It's like you can't even say like, oh, you know, when someone used to call you weird and you're like, well, all the best people are. No, we're quite clearly all of us. All of us. <laughs> we're all are not quite wired up, right? Yeah. <laughs> even the ones that are like really woke, we're like, oh, that's a bit much. You're weird. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's, like, it's probably us. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's people who take it way too far. Like there's, yeah. you know, I don't want to use the whole K word and go in there with like the Karens and stuff, but... Yeah, let's just just have a day off. Do you know what I mean? There's people out there drinking milk from a tea, <laughs> and you're moaning to me. But <laughs> you know what? I'm just like everyone just needs to mind their business and enjoy themselves. Like that's exactly. What well, you're here once, not to get all like deep, like at the start of no, the podcast, just, but like it, it is. You're here once, just enjoy yourself. Don't worry about everyone else, and if you are, like just have a bit of fun with it do you know everyone loves a gossip but you ain't got to put a debbie downer on everyone no there's one in every office as well not like sh firing any shots no. here but there is a debbie <laughs> is downer in every single office and it comes up in the meeting you suggest oh sorry you'll suggest something really fun and the debbie downer's like do you not think that's a little bit extra yes debbie it is extra <laughs> Everyone has a Debbie Downer in their life. I want to work in your office. My office needs like that, literally. Um, I, I, I was about to, well, I'm going to say it anyway. But uh, yeah, I work in like an IT kind of, well, not in the minute. Obviously, everyone's working from, I'm just literally slagging off my dining room at the minute. <laughs> but like when I was actually in the office, yeah. it was like, it's so serious that people are talking about like Star Trek and Star Wars and, you know, like PlayStations and stuff. And I'm just, I'm just not 
there. So I might off, I'm gonna like start a petition like to get someone like you in my office. Oh, bring the phone. You know what though? I'm fifty fifty because of my day job. I work um, on the Magic Breakfast Show as an assistant yeah. producer. So that means that I get up so early in the morning. So my work don't seem the best of me because I don't want to chat to you in the morning. <laughs> as soon as it hits 1pm, I'm fun, Kaylee. I've got Boom. my eyebrows on, go. my makeup on, the energy's here. So before 1pm, they get the worst of me. They must look at my Instagram and be like, who is this girl? Who is she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm catfished by a personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> I feel like I'm the opposite because I feel like they, well, no, actually, no, I'm not the opposite. I'm, I'm the same. Like until I'm ready to talk to you, don't even bother. <laughs> don't even bother. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the amount of people who come over and like, are you all right? Is everything okay? Yeah. Why? Oh, you, yeah. you look a bit, you look a bit miserable. Because <laughs> you're just in my face. You just made me take my headphones out. <laughs> I... Oh, I feel so much better now already, like having this conversation. I feel like so much Good. more normal. <laughs> but I want to I actually to vet, like I want to actually talk about the day job, the DJ, and like you're you're everywhere. Like you're and you only have to look at like your Instagram and you've you've interviewed some of like the biggest people in UK music right now. And I wanted to ask you do you ever get like nervous when you're kind of face to face with some of these people who have, you know, made some absolute, some of you like my favorite songs. I'm guessing, you know, some of your favorite songs too. Do you know, never, the only person that I'd ever get nervous for is Beyonce because I love her more than anything. But anyone else, I just think at the end of the day, like they're human. Do you know what I mean? And when you're interviewing someone, you're both there for a reason. So whether they're there to promote their single or whatever reason, and I'm there to to get more stuff for my followers and for yeah. my listeners. We're both there for a reason. So at the end of the day, they're human. And let's just vibe together. Let's just have a good, good vibe. Yeah. yeah. So it's because if you get nervous as well, you start like panicking and being all weird. And if you're all weird, yeah. you won't get anything to do. Do you know what I mean? I think especially so, when it's like on Zoom and you're like, you're looking at them and they're like, I mean, I've had it a few times now and I'm like, stop fangirling. Like it's quite <laughs> embarrassing some of the <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's just a, it's all about mindset it's all about yeah. the mindset you go in like i think do you know what until the day i'm in front of beyonce i think I'll be i feel really away. bad now to tell you this but she bought me a pizza once and this sounds really dramatic and like as if i've just like completely made up a lie but it's actually god's honest truth my god. um my ex-girlfriend was a huge Beyonce fan and I managed to get tickets to, she was doing a TV show for ITV, like a one night with Beyonce kind of Christmas thing like that. And we were waiting in this little room, waiting to go in to like watch it be filmed. And her sister came out at this point. I didn't know who her sister was, came out and said, these are from the Carters. And it was like boxes of Domino's pizza. Oh my. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, it's not like I was like stood next to her, like, you know, like <laughs> in Kababish or somewhere care. like that. And she's like, here you go. <laughs> Get him a margarita. Yeah, like, come on. That yeah. Is oh my God. I'm jealous. I'm so, so jealous. I, yeah. So I'm really sorry to drop that in there, but it's quite a 
quite a big achievement, I think. That is a massive <laughs> achievement. I appreciate that so much. Thank you for telling me. Now I'm jealous. And Sorry. I just the pizza like was quite dry. The boy pizza was oh, quite okay. dry. But I think that was more Domino's fault than it was Beyonce's. So I'm not going to hold it against her. Okay. <laughs> she didn't make it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you mentioned mindset. How do you kind of, and to be fair, if, even throughout lockdown, how have you kept like a, a strong one? Because I can tell like literally you're such a character and like my face is hurting already from just like <laughs> smiling, being in like your virtual company. But how do you kind of keep up with that? How do you keep that mindset going? I think it's just being grateful and just enjoying what you do. Do you know what I mean? I think... Don't get me wrong, sometimes I can be very aggy and very yeah. especially before 1pm, I told you. <laughs> I've you know you, like. Sandra. <laughs> yeah. but it's, just, it's just like being grateful and even throughout lockdown, like a lot of people are going through worse, you know what I mean? So yeah. I had lockdown and luckily I went back to Birmingham and spending a lot of time with my family, got to do so many interviews via Zoom, like I was on furlough so I've had to spend so much time with them do so much things creatively yeah. and I had to be grateful from that because yeah I'm missing the clubs yes I'm missing DJing so so much yeah but I get to spend this time with my family and it's just ha- looking at the glass half full and it's so so cringy but realistically you always just have to think okay it's a bad moment not a bad bad world not a bad year do you know what I mean yeah it's- when you're in that mindset and you're just like, everything feels so crap right now. That's just right now. Do you know what I mean? It's Tomorrow, do you want to feel that way? Yeah. No, I love that. Where were you at the beginning of lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? The beginning of lockdown, it all was so worrying, I think. But to be honest, I didn't think it was going to last this long anyway. No, I didn't. Like, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was it all was, a was crock scary. of shit, to be honest. But... Yeah, <laughs> it's very scary. I think when we all were super in like a lockdown, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go back to my safe place and go back to yeah. Bermuda. That's where I feel safe in my mum's house. I'm being fed. I ain't got to leave. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my mum's house. And it's like a holiday. Like, yeah, it was like a whole holiday. I, I was on furlough for work. Like, it's, it's just looking at the bright side of things. Yeah. Like, even even if the case of okay the clubs are closed and you go clubbing a lot you might have saved money because you're not going out doing everything mm-hmm. do you know what i mean this year could have been but it's like the negatives time. to positives isn't it it's kind of like looking for that little bit of positivity because it, it is it's been an absolute shitstorm of a year yeah. so taking those little wins and those kind of you know I, I look at it exactly the same way that you do like i was i was so scared at the beginning of it but now it's like, well, do you know what? You're still lucky to have a job. You're still lucky to be able to, you know, I've milked, you know, taking advantage of a lot of people have a lot of spare time on their hands. I'm like, do you want to come on the show? So it's like, you know, it's just making the best of a bad situation. That is exactly what it is. It's just making the best of a bad situation. And to be honest, we just, we don't know how the world's going to go. But one thing I'm going to say is that we're all in the same situation. Things can feel a lot harder if you're going through something on your own. But as a whole world, like I think this is one of the first times the whole world is going through the same experience. Same thing, yeah. So realistically, it's like the normal world now to be in yeah. but, it's, but there's something quite like nice about it in a way. Like in a, not in a weird messed up 
way but like there's something nice knowing because like before this whole situation i used to feel so on my own in the situation i was in prior to this whereas now i'm like oh okay well we're all in there i'm not on my own so there's something especially from like a mental point of view that i mean i'm i'm I'm, I'm, I know there's a lot of people still out there that still feel isolated and on their own. And, but now's the time to kind of build those bridges, reach out to people and kind of, you know, it's like I said, like, I think to even say like you've survived a pandemic, obviously I don't know what's going to happen going forward with a second lockdown and all the, the stuff that you see on the news, you know, you don't, to fact, I don't think anyone knows. I don't think even the government know what's going on half the time. <laughs> Yeah, no, no one knows. No one knows. So, but this is the thing, though. Before I'd get angry that no one knows. But you have to think the whole world's just been hit with this from out of nowhere. Yeah. And everyone is just human. So no one knows. Like, even, like, I've got COVID now. I had it literally a few weeks ago and I've re caught it within the matter of a month. And I used to get so irritated God. at home. <laughs> I know the NHS didn't know what to do. Track and Trace didn't know. Yeah. That one minute that you can go out, the other way it couldn't. But at the end of the day, on the other side of that phone is just a human being who yeah. generally don't know what's going on. But they've been given like a bit of paper to like yeah, and, that, and that's say. it, that's it. And it's like, I can't give you a hard time for not knowing when the government don't know, the, yeah. the World Health Organization don't know. No <laughs> it's literally like no one has a clue. But it's so random. So you might as well happen. just have a laugh about it. Do you know what I mean? You might as well yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, you just got to try and find the bright side because if not, like where the world's struggling, struggling like physically and financially, like you don't want to mess yourself up mentally and it's so yeah. easy to get yourself into like the mindset. It's just like, oh my God, the world's so stressful. I hate the world. Too much is going on. And that can affect you more than what COVID will because you might never, yeah. you might never catch it. You could never catch it, or you could catch it and be completely fine, but mentally, you've literally destroyed yourself at the point yeah. of it. So well, it's, it's the fear, like, isn't it? It's the fear, yeah. and it's kind of all the, you know, the, it's not scare tactics, because obviously it is a real thing. People, yeah. unfortunately, have obviously lost their lives because of it. You can't go through your life being scared of something that might not actually ever happen. It's, it's yeah. no way to live. And don't get me wrong, it's easier said than done, because I've been in that frame of mind, and... I'm only now three years later coming out of that frame of mind. So it's not an overnight thing, but yeah. and I say this and I recommend to everyone, but use this time to work on yourself. You know, it's a bit of a blessing in disguise just to kind of figure out who you are, what makes you happy, like learn something new, like just get your teeth into something and just have a laugh, day drink, you know, do, do whatever you need to do, like to get do through the day. <laughs> working full time from home like just think of the travel time that you're saving just use that time exactly do what you want yeah so, i've probably I've, I've done that like i've literally just stayed in bed for that little bit extra <laughs> yeah but if that's what you want to do then do that do you know what i mean yeah like, i think that's what's nice about it because there's no one as much as we've kind of been dictated to about like rules and regulations like you need to follow this you need to follow that when it comes to like your personal kind of rules and stuff like you've got so much opportunity there to build a new routine to get yourself like don't get me wrong like at the beginning everyone was like jumping around their living room doing joe wicks i don't well where is he now actually i don't know but yeah everyone was doing that yeah i think i did like four and i was like mm, <laughs> this is this isn't for me <laughs> this is not <laughs> then mcdonald's opened again and it was just like you know what what is the point <laughs> With just with you being a DJ and yeah. you know being 
like the life and soul of a party. What do you think is going to happen next in terms of like nightclubs, parties, festivals? Like what, 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 what's your thoughts on it? I think things like festivals, we've got a long way before, before that happens. Like I know that festivals have put out lineups and stuff, but I just can't see that going ahead because it's just a yeah. massive amount of people. Um, nightclubs, like a lot of nightclubs have reopened, but they've kind of changed the way they work. So like, again, there's tables in there or yeah. like it's become a day drinking kind of like restaurant bar sort of thing rather than an actual nightclub. So it's quite, and what's difficult for DJs is even though the clubs are open, because the music needs to be so like quiet to avoid yeah. dancing, there's no point in these clubs like booking DJs. They're just going to put like a Spotify playlist on because realistically, I don't blame them. Why are yeah. you paying? No one can dance. You know what I mean? DJs yeah. can be quite expensive. So it makes sense. I don't reckon the clubs will be fully open till probably the tail end of next year maybe yeah. even 2022 so it's just a new way of living um and that's why a lot of djs are doing like online um mixes and that kind of thing i'm very lucky in the sense that obviously i'm a presenter and a dj so yeah i've obviously had like a few online bookings or a lot of my stuff's presenting as well but i really do feel for people that like their only income is just yeah. DJing because they've been hit really really hard like if you don't do a second job or you're not also a presenter or you're not also something else then boy then it can really really hit really yeah. hard so it's just i really miss the clubs i miss djing and i miss just being at a club anyway not only yeah DJing, but just I it's just that loud music clubs. isn't it yeah like i miss just being ratchet as hell and twerking and <laughs> like i miss that so much but again i understand why and do you know what? It's kind of nice to take a break from it as well because I've never mm. been so excited for when clubs open. I've never been so excited. It's going to make you appreciate it a little bit more, wouldn't it? Yeah, like make the most of it when you are there. Definitely. Like, oh my gosh, when the clubs open, usually, as I said earlier, I'm late for everything. I don't roll to the club till about one or two o'clock in the morning yeah. and the club close at six. I'm going to be at that club at 9pm. <laughs> I'm not messing about no more. I'm not going to wait to like enjoy myself. Do you know when you wait for like yeah. to marinate a little bit? I ain't waiting. I will marinate the dance floor. I will be dancing at 9pm on that dance floor. I'm not joking around no more. So it's about appreciating the things that we did have. I love that. Like I, <laughs> I, I think it's the best possible way that you can look at it. And I know yeah. like there's, you know, there's everything in the news at the minute about you know, like the the nightclub industry and kind of the, the all those kind of jobs that come with it. Like, and I hope to God that they pull through and sort sort them out because, you know, it's the biggest. You know, for me, like my biggest thing is music. Like my coping biggest coping mechanism is music. Going to the gigs, festivals, you know, and it's. I, I think it's actually obviously I'm not in that kind of industry, but like I, I actually think it's quite disgusting in a way that they've kind of just been left by the side. So yeah. it's, just, it's a hard one because I was having this discussion, um, I think yesterday with my brother and my partner, and no matter what, no one's going to win. If you say, yeah. oh, let's open all the clubs, everyone's going to be pissed off and like, oh my God, it's a pandemic, it's going to spread. But then with the 
like the clubs closed, everyone's like, oh my God, I want the clubs to be open. It's the yeah. same with schools. It's the same with pubs. It's constantly a battle either way. No one's going to be happy. Yeah. So it's, it's Especially hard. Karen. It's never yeah. happy. Yeah, never <laughs> happy. It's her fault. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. So with, again, like I kind of want to touch back on like kind of like the mindset and stuff like that, like, and kind of staying positive and stuff like that. Like, do you find, because apart from obviously, okay, we're talking after 1 p.m. here. Because you are kind of such a character, do you find it difficult and do people find it difficult when you're kind of not as bubbly and kind of like that? Not like I'm saying, like, are you ever like negative? It's more of a case of, because you know, like when you're in this kind of role and you're kind of, you have to be like on your A game, you have to be giving it like 110%. Like what, what do you do when things aren't like at 110%? Yeah. I've kind of learned to just be honest with myself more than anything. Like anyone that follows me on Instagram, if I'm having a bad day, I'll literally just be like, oh God, I'm having enough now. Like, yeah. It, and it's kind of just being honest. Like I'm not, oh my gosh, so happy all the time. And when things are hard, then I'll, I'll just say, like, I haven't been on Instagram because things aren't great. And, like, my loved ones around me, like, they see I'm not bubbly all the time. Like, I can be moody. I can be a bitch. I can be, like, just down as a normal yeah. human being would. But the weird thing about me, though, is, like, even when I'm a little bit pissed off, I can still be very smiley and happy. Like, it's, yeah. it's, really, it's really weird. Sure, that's but actually yeah. a talent to have. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm pissed no, off, you know I'm pissed off. It's just sometimes, like, I'll be bitching about something and then I'll make myself laugh when I'm yeah. talking about it. But if, I'm, if I don't have a smile, like, you know that I'm really, really not in a good place. Yeah. And, and that happens, like, it happens. And you just have to allow yourself to, to understand that. I think no matter what, I'm I'm human and yeah. ever expect anyone to be a hundred percent all the time. It's just not possible. It's not realistic. Yeah. It's not healthy. So, yeah, it's just it's just fine. I, think. I love that because it's. I mean, you see it like you, you mentioned like your Instagram and stuff like. I love your Instagram stories, by the way. Like I <laughs> generally, they like they need their own series because I actually sit there like <laughs> at the end of the day, like I actually they actually make me laugh. So thank you, <laughs> startup. But it's oh. so refreshing to see because you know when someone is in that kind of job role and they they kind of you know it it's quite like a false kind of generation that we're living in. And I talk about this quite a lot, um, but it's so refreshing to hear like people like yourself being like, you know, if I'm having a bad day, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm having a bad day. It I just is something so draining about seeing someone so upbeat and so happy all the time. Cause I worry about people like that. Like I, it makes me feel like they like kick bins or like, cats in bins or something there's something not quite yeah, yeah, right yeah. with people who are happy all the time yeah yeah no definitely and i think it's just to just be normal it's a hard place where instagram and social media it's just about telling your life and it's suddenly come a place where it's like you only say the best of your life yeah and your main feed yeah girl <laughs> the best that's the highlight yes girl shoot everyone at all but on your story it's just a day-to-day in your yeah. life you know what i mean so 
if I'm going to show you that I'm happy, I'm also going to show you, do you know what? I'm stressed. I'm pissed off right now. <laughs> and I will, say, I will tell you because why not? Like, if I'm going to open myself up to you, then yeah. you can see all of me, every single part of me. <laughs> do you know what I, I mean? love that. <laughs> There's a there's a bit of a running theme on your Instagram as well, like on your on your stories that really make me laugh, and it's just kind of like your your like your dating experiences and like your <laughs> kind of <laughs> generally like I'm they hurt my face sometimes. So I'm just like oh my god, like because I, 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 I don't you never see that you never see someone talking about like it so openly and stuff. And like I absolutely love it. Um. I was actually going to ask you for some dating advice because my dating life is horrendous. Yes, that's this is so much fun. Okay, I'm so ready. <laughs> so, I really struggle to open up to kind of let people in because I'm so guarded and, you know, I'm slowly unticking things. I'm slowly kind of like becoming a little bit more open to like relationships and stuff like that what would you advise someone who is a bit of an uptight prick like myself <laughs> to oh, kind of okay that yeah that was a bit harsh like I'm not that <laughs> bad but I yeah I really struggle to let people in on like a relationship level I think sometimes you've got to let your guard down like even myself I could sometimes struggle I'll let everyone in but there's a certain level that, yeah. like, let's say if I let you in 40%, you won't get past that 40%. So yeah. it's kind of, you have to let yourself, your barrier down and let yourself be vulnerable. Because if you don't, then no one's going to be able to prove to you that they can look after you. No one's going to be able to prove to you that they can love you right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so much harder said than done. But you literally have to let yourself, let yourself in. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you had a painter, if you have a painter and you're not going to let them into your house, how the fuck are they going to paint your house? <laughs> it's just not going to work, is it? Come on now. Oh my God. That is brilliant. <laughs> I just thought of that off the top of my head. It's so oh, true. You write that down. Write that down. Like, that's, <laughs> seriously, that's, that needs to be like a quote or something somewhere. <laughs> Literally, Kaylee Golden <laughs> from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think that was the main bit I wanted to ask about because I, yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Like I really struggle yeah. with it. And I don't know. I think it's because I'm so used to it, like being like in my own company and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm getting on to get into this stage and like I turned 30 in lockdown and like everyone else is like married with kids and don't get me wrong like they can keep their marriages and their kids <laughs> like that is not what I'm saying but you know like I'm at that stage now where it's just like you know I'm doing some incredible things you know I'm meeting some incredible people like just to have someone to like share that with but like you're scrolling through like tinder and stuff like that and you're just like I don't know if this is for me like I don't know. But you know what though it's okay <laughs> It's okay, like Tinder and stuff. If it's not for you, that's fine. Because yeah. you have to think, like, years have gone on before Tinder. Years yeah. have gone on before online dating. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to be for everyone. And I think the problem is too many people are using things like Tinder and not just getting out there and speaking to people. Yeah. Like, even myself, I would never ever approach someone in a club, in a restaurant. I would never ever yeah. approach anyone. But then I watch movies and they do it all the time. Yeah. But I, yeah and to me like that's weird but then on tinder i'll happily message someone first like obviously now i'm in a happy relationship but before yeah i'd message someone first yeah and that's not right you have to unlearn 
that young generation trait. You have yeah. to say, no, if I'm in the club, I'm going to go approach someone if I want to speak to them. Because if Tinder's not for you, that's fine. Sack it off and find another way to find your bag. To be fair, like, it's probably, I'm sitting here moaning about it, but like, I will match with people and then not message them. So no, I'm, you have yeah. to message. You have to I'm, message. You have to throw yourself out there. What? Okay, so new question. Yeah. How would you approach that? What? What's your like advice to opening, opening up the conversation? Just hi. Oh, you're right. Like just simple. Yeah. Simple. Because when people do too much, it's a bit cringy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so you said hi then. So how many eyes would you say that was? <laughs> okay, no, I would I never write hi. I just put hey. I love the hey. Okay. Like hello's a bit formal. Hey's just a bit hey. Yeah. So I'd put hey, you're all right. And okay. then the conversation will naturally spark from there. You'll know, you'll know. From their response, even if they're like, Yeah, you're all right, what about you? The conversation will start if it's meant to be. Yeah. You're the Beyonce yeah. Michelle. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do love Michelle though. Michelle, I love I you. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what really makes me laugh, right? Is we I have like a bit of a running joke with this girl that I work with. Like we always say it's like she always yeah, she always calls me the Michelle of the group and it's really it's really rude. But, that is rude. But I was just like run random like you know like when you go on Spotify and like you hit like shuffle and stuff like that. Have yeah. you ever heard her song Say Yes? Yeah, that is a banger, mate. Do you know what? It's, <laughs> yeah, literally. Every gym playlist now, that is on. Like, I know it's about Jesus and you believe, people believe in what they believe in, but that is a banger. It's a banger. Yeah, that caught me off guard, Michelle. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it did. Well, where was that? <laughs> so energy? I live Michelle. Yeah. Where was that energy, Destiny's Child? <sighs> Bless her. It's... Yeah, I do like Michelle. I do like Michelle. Do you think she but... finds it funny? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because it would low key bother me, but then you're still in Destiny's Child. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like has anyone asked her if she's okay? Ooh. Like, how's Michelle? It's always yeah. Beyonce and Kelly Rowland. But how's Michelle? Yeah. How is Michelle? Yeah, and I wonder whether she knows it. It's like a running joke that people will be like, oh, yeah, you're the Michelle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the group's still popping. You're still popping. Yeah. Which means that you're not Beyonce. Do you know what I mean? But to be fair, like you, it's quite a tough competition. I mean, Beyonce yeah. is Beyonce, but even Kelly Rowland had, well, has absolutely bangers. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is the thing, though. If Beyonce weren't in Destiny's Child, Kelly Rowland would be the it girl. Like she was so close to being the it girl, but Beyonce is just like, like untouchable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what's your what's your ultimate? Well. <laughs> favorite song ever in the whole wide world is beyonce crazy in love it's like my favorite song ever <laughs> yes because, <laughs> that song as a child made me so happy like your know family parties i'd go up to the dj and be like can you play uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and like even now it's like one of them songs that i can play no matter where i'm djing like if i'm djing at like a freshest event or i'm djing yeah. in a club or i'm djing like a festival no matter where i'm playing I can put up Beyonce, crazy in love. Everyone will know it. Everyone will vibe. And it just makes me so happy. It's, it's, it's one of the, it's like you instantly know, one, who it is. Yes. Two, it's, it's about to go off. Yes. And three, like we were having this conversation, like when 
they were replaying like Glastonbury again, like on the iPlayer. Like I had a few people around, we had beers. When you're allowed, obviously safety first and all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were watching her set was on, like we was obviously in the background. And I cannot think of a better song, like to open a festival, a gig, anything. It was just like that. You know what's coming. Listen, honestly, and I, I think it should for me, like it's childhood memories to just know that again, growing up, that song will make me happy no matter how yeah. sad I have. That song is the one song you can put on and I'm going to smile because I've just got so many memories and I just know how happy it makes me. I love it. that. I love that. I, I, I think that's why I think music as well, especially even like to get all deep with on like a mental health point of view can change so much. Like, like you just said, like hearing that song takes you back to your happy place. You have all those memories. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. Music can change. choices. Yeah, music, right. It's so mad because even now, if I listen to like loads of like sad relationship songs, I'm going to be sad and probably just be like, be sad in my relationship or whatever. If I listen to Bashman and like happy dancehall music, I'm gonna start twerking and be happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all, you know what I mean? If I listen to like Leona Lewis Footprints in the Sand, it will take me back to my nan's funeral and I will cry. Yeah. It's like music has so much power that it's ridiculous. So you really have to think about the music choice that you're playing. Um, even just like if you're just got on Apple Music or whatever yeah. using songs, you have to think about what songs will really shape your day and make you feel feel good. No, I, I think it's it's so important. It's just like, even, it's fair, it, it baffles me. Like, you know, like when you're like feeling sad or like you're in a bad mood and stuff, like you always go to like sad exactly. music. Like you look out the window and it's like raining and, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't know why we do that. We just do it. I think it's just because if you're feeling a kind of way, it's kind of nice to have someone have lyrics or whatever that really empathizes with what you're going through. Because if, to hear, to know you're going through something, but then to hear someone else say they're going through it makes you be like, yeah. oh, God, get me. And it's the same, as I said, with COVID, the whole world's going through it. So it's like a weird warming feeling that we're all in this together. And that's what it is when you're sad and you listen to a sad song. And you're like, oh, you get me? You understand where I yeah. am? Yeah. It's, it's weird. Do you know what? I think that, it makes so much sense. It's like a little, yeah. it's a little hug for your ears. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally what it is. It's literally someone going, "Oh yeah, I get it. I'm going. I've gone through the same thing. I understand." And to be fair, I think <clears throat> that's what's probably what's missing from a lot of like people's lives at the minute. And like, you know, especially from like a mental health point of view, it's like they're actually someone is out there who is feeling the same thing that you're feeling, and you know, just having that little bit of comfort can actually it's actually really powerful. Like I hadn't actually clocked that until you just said it. So powerful, so powerful. So wise. You need to like write a book. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. I've had a really good time. My face actually hurts from like laughing and smiling. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop podcast. Huge thank you to my special guest this week, Kaylee Golden. Make sure you check her out on Instagram. She is literally everywhere. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button if you're liking what you're hearing, and I'll see you guys next week. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.